Hello and welcome to the Sound on Sound podcast. In this episode, I'm talking to Mark Miners of Huddersfield University about the role of higher education in music technology. What can students and graduates do to help themselves to a career in the audio industry? Hello, Mark. Thanks for joining us. Could you start by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your own background? My name is Mark Minot. I am a lecturer in music technology and production at Huddersfield University, importantly reflecting a long career over 30 years in the music industry, firstly as a touring musician, then owning my own record label, working as an agent in various roles and working as a tour manager, and then moving to become a record producer, and I really do consider myself as still a, a record producer and front-of-house engineer. I've actually just finished producing, engineering, mixing, and mastering the new My Dying Bride album for uh, Nuclear Blast, and I've been doing a, quite a bit of front-of-house work, and I'm doing front-of-house work for My Dying Bride as well. But at the moment, my full-time gig, as it were, is as I say, teaching music technology and production at Huddersfield University, which is a, a very, very broad course. Could you give us an overview of the courses that are available at Huddersfield and the skills that are taught on them? They go from the very creative, so it's very much a focus on on composition, on performance. Those are BA courses. You use your skills as a musician towards your course, all the way through to a more technical course, which is sound engineering and music production, which obviously involves live sound, it includes radio production, it involves a little bit of coding, it involves a little bit of electronics, through all the way to the most technical of our courses, which is uh, MTAS, Music Technology and Audio Systems, which is very much a focus on electronics, large systems environments, software, C++, Raspberry Pi, uh, environments like that and it's a focus on really more lifting the hood up and seeing what what's going on underneath and a focus on acoustics very importantly electronics and as i said you know speaker design etc it's our most technical pathway that's quite a broad range of subject matter do you draw on other university departments and specialisms for that it does a little bit where there's an involve an element of games audio on some of the courses is just one example. Uh, there's musicology on some. There is an element of um, the more performance course has has more of a, a classical experimental world music approach, whereas the SEMP course, sound engineering and music production, it's kind of our rock and roll course. It's the one that's desktop music production, studio production, radio production, live sound, advanced production techniques, mastering, all, all of those. So yeah, they, they are very, very broad courses. It's very interesting times in the music industry with the government's focus on maths, science, so STEM subjects uh, was what I was looking for, science, technology, engineering, and maths and because we're more in the engineering courses we're a little bit more buffered against the changes that are going on and the, the more creative courses are getting a little hit a little bit harder than ours when you say hit is that funding wise it, it is yeah and an interest from students but do prospective students actually look at stem ratings as a quality indicator they do so that works for the course the, the course i teach on is in computing and engineering as part of the 
as actually part of engineering, but the music course is part of music, humanities and media, so they're in a different department, so they're under a different remit than us. You and the university are well known for emphasis on industry ties and students' real-world experience. How's that working for you? Very, very well. It's absolutely what it's all about. I mean, it might sound, you know, all these little strap lines, courses that turn into careers and educating tomorrow's professionals, might sound a bit twee, but that is exactly how it is. If students want to go on a course where they spend three years just, you know, in a recording studio doing some production work, that's, we're not, we're not that course. You're not going to find that. We're a serious academic course with serious academic underpinnings and ties to industry that result in the student getting some really, really strong jobs all the way from, I've just had a, an email from a student of mine about a year ago, uh, a student of mine called Austin Jux Chandler, who worked at Soho uh, Studios uh, in London. And he's just won a Grammy as part of a Dells team. But then it all goes all the way through to students who work at Abbey Road, who work at the BBC, who work at Granada, who work at Calrec, uh, who work at real technical based industries you know with software development with acoustics i've got a former student who actually does the acoustics and the testing of the acoustics and the consultancy on cruise ships just as a very diverse there's a huge range of industries that kind of come under the remit of the music industry but acoustics on a cruise ship is just one example would not be something that most people would associate a job resulting from a music tech degree. And, you know, that employment record is incredibly important to us. And I guess that broad range of student opportunity must follow from the broad topic range on the courses. Very much so. We get students who come onto the course in first year and they have a very fixed idea. They they want to be an engineer or they want to be a front-of-house engineer or they want to create, you know, compose sound for film, for example... And they quickly discover all these other modules that they'd never considered before, one of which being radio production. There's a huge amount of employment in radio production. It's a a really burgeoning industry. And so they experience these other modules and they get to final year and they've got interest in the industry that they did not have before. And this reflects in a, a broader CV. They've got the technical knowledge and technical experience, which fits them for industry so much better. I think at the end of the day, we've got to be honest about this. Students are going into serious financial debt or they're in the fortunate position to have funding from other sources, which is rare. So on average, the average student is coming out of university with £60,000 of debt. If you're going to go and do, you know, for want of a better word, a a bit of a Mickey Mouse course that doesn't really tie to industry and doesn't get you a, a great career at the end of it, then it's a really false investment and it's not good for the country, it's not good for the economy, it's not good for the music industry. So it's for us, it's, it's very, very important. We push doing a placement year. So not only do we push doing a placement year, we've got a whole unit, a placements unit dedicated to helping the student get a place. So we've got, you know, students that have worked at, at like I've said before, Abbey Road, Eel Pie, Air Studios. Uh, we've got the, a studio in North Thorosby um, called The Chapel, where everyone from the Arctic Monkeys to Machine Head have recorded. But then, as I've already mentioned, all the, all the technical 
placements that our students do very, very well at. And if we, if you're going to have any signifier of quality of a course for us, it's strong student employment on graduation. And what about industry accreditation from organisations like James or the IET? Is that important? It is important. Again, it's a stamp of uh, a validation of the quality. The IET particularly do not give that accreditation away lightly. It's a very, very rigorous uh, procedure to actually get that accreditation. So, yeah, they're very important. So is the James accreditation, again, because they're so tied to industry and looking at the student experience, looking at the students that they think should be going into industry and making sure that we are providing those academic underpinnings to result in that um, education route. A theme that often comes up with employers in creative industries is that graduates maybe know a lot of facts, but they're not quite as hot on the people skills side of things. There, there are certain skills that are very, very hard indeed to teach, and they are increasingly lacking in our students, and those are soft skills, which are that you make people feel comfortable, and our, our students that get on often in industry aren't the best academically qualified but with the combination of the technical knowledge the creative knowledge and the skills the soft skills that make people feel comfortable the communication skills i've just had a student complete his placement at par street and the main thing was is he made everybody feel comfortable around him he, he kept the the atmosphere in the recording studio really upbeat and it was to do with that just just communication skills and I think if I could recommend any, any book, I think people should read How to Win Friends and Influence People, a book by Dale Carnegie. It's an incredible book for business, how to, dis, how to do business. And it, it states a lot of very obvious things, but they're very important things that a lot of people seem to forget about these days. Particularly, it seems that students are more and more impacted by remote conversations via social media. The internet makes it a lot easier for people to be very, very cruel because they don't see the facial reactions of the people that they're insulting. I think this ties into a broader theme is that these soft skills of communication skills are just really important. And I think students can really look at ways to hone those skills by looking at placements in recording studios or placements within the music industry and getting to to be comfortable around people rather than social media communication apps. That's lovely. Thanks so much for your time, Mark, and for your insights. This has been the Sound on Sound podcast with me, Sam Ingalls, and Mark Minot of Huddersfield University. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out the show notes page for this episode, where you'll find further information along with web links and details of all the other episodes. And just before you go, let me point you to the soundonsound.com forward slash podcasts website page where you can explore what's playing on our other channels.